Hello and welcome to episode number 141 of the Nerd Pro Quo podcast. This is our Defenders review with Elia Lucero. A lot of cool things coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, a Game of Thrones wrap-up, uh, if you've been following us. We did not live-tweet it tonight. There is going to be a review of the entire season going up soon. A lot of cool guests coming up. Uh, we are back on track. We are probably going to be going back to the once-a-week pace of the podcast uh, up and coming. So there's going to be a Defenders podcast. There's going to be a couple of guests. There's going to be Rick and Morty season three sum up. There's going to be a Doctor Who thing coming up. There's going to be a Game of Thrones episode coming up. A whole bunch of reviews, a new once monthly anime thing that's going to be probably starting up in the fall. Lots of exciting things happening. That is it for now for the plugs. Oh, uh, every Tuesday night, 1030 on True TV. Second season of You Can Do Better is now on uh, with Matt Latkowitz and Abby Crutchfield hosting both former guests on this podcast. So go check that out. Keep an eye on at, Bert, at Nerd Pro Quo on Twitter. Uh, before we get this started, actually, uh, aside from the plugs, just some resting pieces to uh, some people who passed in the past week that happened. Uh, so Jerry Lewis... Dick Gregory, if you don't know who Dick Gregory is, go Google Dick Gregory. Uh, it's a comedian who you should know about. And also a local comedian, part of the New York scene, been part, has been part of the New York scene, had been part of the New York scene for a really long time. Really great guy, great comedian, uh, kind person, amazing dude, uh, Joseph Rocco. We're all going to miss him. We're going to miss you. Uh, so rest in peace to him as well. Google him. Look him up. Uh, definitely a guy who is worth knowing and uh, a very rare thing in New York City comedian uh, comedy scene. Someone who is not only really funny but also a really kind dude even uh, to people we didn't know very well. Uh, I am one of those people. He was always very nice to me. Uh, we had a lot of mutual friends and had no reason to just be. Uh, I met him at a screening and had no reason really to be just randomly nice and accommodating and really friendly to me and he was so yeah uh rest in peace to joseph uh to joe uh all of us in new york city comedy scene are really gonna miss you uh <laughs> hate to start this podcast i know we also you're gonna i'm gonna i brought him up because the night we recorded this podcast was actually the night that i found out about his passing so this is the second time you're gonna hear about it, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to give you know a shout out and a rest in peace to uh, Joe and to Dick Gregory and to Jerry Lewis. But in the meantime, uh, here is uh, Elia Lucero uh, at uh, Elia Lucero on Twitter at Nerdproco on Twitter. Keep an eye on things because there's a lot of stuff coming up here in the fall. But in the meantime, enjoy this. This is our episode 141, uh, the Defenders review. Yep. Sponsors another podcast. Never really heard of that. Uh, even though I have heard commercials for podcasts in other podcasts. But, uh, Loot Crate, me undies. Jamie loves you both. I do. Do, do I, you get Loot Crates? I don't. I can't afford to get Loot Crates. Right now? Right but now. have you ever? Uh, is it going to sound really bad, especially if we are actually pitching them to maybe sponsor us? Yeah. I have gotten stuff from Loot Crate that other people didn't want. Oh, that That's, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, in all those crates, I'm like, I imagine 
you have to be like a super collector to keep everything that you get in those crates. Yeah, there's. Are we live? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. I started, I started recording, and I'm nice. gonna take the headphones off because it's way too hot to be. It, yeah, it is. I right? just like we sound okay. I'm gonna take. The, <laughs> you checked it. We're good. We're off. good. I shut off the the fan and the and the little air conditioner, so we're gonna be like depressingly horribly hot for a little bit because it's awful today. Um, hey man, I took the subway today and I waited for the B train at seventh and fifty third for about twenty minutes. Like five E trains pass. Well, I'm waiting for the one B train, yeah. and I think I sweated out uh, all of my lunch and breakfast. Yeah. So I'm good. I don't have to exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Loot crate me undies. So sponsor Jamie now. Uh, I'm gonna start this on a super bummer bummer note, and I am gonna talk about this more when I actually put this up in the intro. Whoa. But uh, just putting this out uh, really quickly. Rest in peace, Joe Roca. Uh, comedian in New York. Joe Roca passed. Yeah, I think I saw him perform once or twice. That's sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I don't know the details. That's why I'm gonna. How old was he? Talk, I, I, like I said, I don't I don't know all of the details oh, man. yet. But I just wanted to put that out there because yeah, he was a really cool dude and a really uh, good com- comedian and just like a really real dude and you know, uh, good person in the community. You know, it's kind of comedians in New York. So I just wanted to say that I know that's a terrible way to begin this, but like it's kind it of just kind of happens. So it's it's in my brain. So I wanted to kind of bring it up and mention it. On Saturday, I was bartending. Um, <clears throat> I was working a wedding, uh, and a comic. I was working a comic's wedding. Um, whenever I get like whenever I get a wedding gig, I I look up, I Google the people to see who they are beforehand. <laughs> So I was like, "Oh, a comic! I'm gonna meet. I'm gonna, I might meet a comic during yeah. the wedding." And I met uh, Sashir, Sashir Zameda. Okay. okay. And I was very excited. But then, like ten minutes after I met her, I got a buzz on my on my phone from from the Apple News, and I saw that Dick Gregory died. Yeah. So that's that another was another one that we're and Jerry Lewis, but for our purposes. Dick Gregory, I mean, come on. Yeah, but when I thought of it, whenever I see stuff like that happen, I'm like, oh man, they happen in threes. Yeah. So when you when you say Joe Roca, I was like, shit, man, is that the third one? Yeah. Dick Gregory, Jerry Lewis, and, and Joe Roca. Yeah. Ugh. But and and then I was thinking, shit, I hope none of these comics in this wedding, because there were a lot of comics. Yeah. I hope none of these comics look at their phones. Yeah. Because comics. With alcohol in them that get sad, yeah, are yeah. scary <laughs> AF. Or, or, or either they either get really super dark and depressing, or they get really super dark and funny. <laughs> yeah, depending, depending yeah. on on how it how it shakes out. So, but I guess they were good. It was a mixed crowd, and everybody yeah. was dancing at the time when I saw it, when I saw the thing, and I was like, oh man. I don't. I don't want Sashir to find out because I don't want right. to ruin her time. Yeah, but she was quite lovely in person. She's a wonderful human being. She's hilarious. I think nonstop funny. Cool. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I don't mean to start it on a super bummer. It's just like I, it's one of those things. It's just like I just found out about it, and it's oh. in my brain. And to not get that kind of out there, <laughs> I totally understand. <laughs> Before we talk, I'm gonna, it's going to be in my head the entire time. So yes, defenders. Uh, Who's defending who? Yeah, uh, I, I have a lot of thoughts. 
a lot of thoughts. Um, I kind of wish that I could squeeze to watch it again just because I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the first four episodes twice. Yeah. Because I saw the first time around, I saw it at a, at a heightened state. So then yeah. I decided, uh, and that was uh, Friday. So then on Saturday, I was like, I'm going to watch this again. And so I saw the first three episodes again Saturday, and then Sunday I finished them off. And then I watched Game of Thrones. I, uh, I, I watched it the first time, like almost the reverse. Mm-hmm. I was not in a heightened state. I was actually kind of like down. A little like Friday. blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, which is why... Like it, it's that it, that weird thing, where uh, if you watch it into a in a quite a quote unquote heightened state, you kind of need to watch it again because you're not sure if you could trust what your reactions are, <laughs> and if and if you're, I mean, you could also call like if you're down, you're almost in like a heightened state, so the things that are like emotional are more emotional. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and like, like things that are bad are more bad. It's just like I feel like I was in a space where it's just like some of these things are just hitting me harder, and I don't think they're really as yeah big of a deal as I'm making them out to make the piece. Well, so let me watch it again. What happened with me the first time was that I was watching it, and I I was I had a bad day. I had a big argument with my partner uh, over bullshit, and. We kind of just started watching it in the course of making up. So I wrote, you know, roll a spliff, whatever, start watching it, get halfway through a bottle of whiskey. And every time people were talky, 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 I was just not paying attention to them. So then I would, so then, you know, like by the end of the first episode, her and I were good. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, but you know, I couldn't, I wasn't following it, so then I watched it again. But I was just watching the first time around just for the action. Yeah. And the first thing that I noticed, so let's start from episode one, I guess. Yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, the first thing I noticed is that episode one felt like we were watching four different shows. Yes. Or no, five, no. if you yeah. connect the, 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 villain, the villain connecting tissue. Yes. And I found that annoying the first time around. Second time around, I found it less annoying, a little endearing, but not 100% yeah. dope. Yeah. It's interesting because I, I had a similar, like, I still over, just overall, before we get into the specifics, I really liked it. I enjoyed the shit out of it, but I enjoy, I, I can enjoy it. I can enjoy yeah. a nicely shined turd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the fact that it was eight episodes actually was really good (laughs) i was very happy about that yeah um when i realized because i just kept hitting next i didn't look at the overview and when i realized that there were that that the episode i was watching was going to be the last episode because i was like okay where are they going to go from here and i looked and i was like oh it's the last episode when i realized that i was like oh that's pretty cool yeah just happy about it yeah i was like i don't need more Although, like I said, before we get into just as like an overview, I do feel like I was really happy it was eight episodes, but I also feel like it feels like a almost like a short placeholder between the next seasons of all the other of all the individual shows. Yeah, yeah. I kind of felt that all of the shows, besides uh, JJ, which is my fave, fave. Uh, but besides Jessica Jones, I feel like all of the shows had this weird in-between moment during the seasons yeah, yeah. where they were just draggy, draggy, draggy. 
And, you know, once once they came back and, like, built the momentum in the second half of, of the of, of the series, then I would I'd get back into it. But there would be, like, a stale bit in There's the middle. There's always... There, it, there. I mean, as we, I've said this a bunch of times. I always feel like they're three or four episodes too long. I, I, I gotta say, with I feel that way about all of them, even Jessica Jones. Yeah. There was like the episode where she's playing house with uh with Kilgrave. Yeah. Like that could have been a, a shorter episode. Yeah. And there were times in all four of them, I think, or five because Daredevil had two seasons. There were there were times that I felt like they set something up. With, that was gonna lead like a total MacGuffins. Yeah. Like like yeah. yeah. Each of them had these like big MacGuffiny episodes where you're like, why did you just spend all that time just to like get rid of that character? You could have yeah. just killed them right away. I would have been okay. Or 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 for me the reverse in Luke Cage where you're just like, Oh, oh, you know the guy you killed in the seventh episode? Yeah. He you should have reversed it because the guy he fought at the end of the series, that was, was so underwhelming. I me. mean, the suit part was kind of cute, but that was it. Diamondback yeah. was definitely not the same. Uh, it's not the villain that Mahershala's uh, character was. What's his, what was his name? Um, Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. Yeah, Cottonmouth was the shit. Yeah. And throughout the series, they, kept, they would keep saying, Oh, wait till you see Diamondback. Oh, be careful. Diamondback's coming. Oh, Diamondback. Diamondback's about his game. Diamondback's about his shit. But then at the end, Diamondback's motivations just seemed petty. Like, yeah. he, like he wasn't... He, we didn't get the mastermind that we were promised. Yeah, I, I really feel like... And some of that happened... I think... Not necessarily... I mean, Marvel always has kind of a villain problem. But I always feel like... In almost all of these series, there's somebody, there's a cast member who is so good and they're not, a, they're like a major character, but then you find out they're not the main yeah. villain or the main whatever. And you're just like, oh man. And Luke Cage, more than anything, more than any of the other ones for me, was just like, he's not the main guy, but he's so fucking fantastic. Why isn't he the main guy? I mean, I feel like the character, well, A, they had more time to develop the character and yes. it was better. Cottonmouth's character was a lot better. Um, uh, with Diamondback, most of his character was lore. And then yeah. you find out the backstory and you're like, oh, really? Yeah, they right. kind of grew up together in the church? All right. I mean, Mahershala is just like the... He's he he is winning everything right now. Yeah, yeah. Like the other day, um, the Free State of Jones was on for free in one of the platforms that I stream, and I watched it. Like I re I, I regret watching it because it was pointless. It was like a hundred percent pointless movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do that sometimes. <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't because of the acting. Yeah, it was just like it 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 was the storytelling. It was a pointless movie to watch. Um, you know, they didn't know how to how to how to play drama with history. They didn't know how to balance it out. But anyway, I'm not we're not reviewing that movie. No. But, but <laughs> it's okay. Mahershala was in it and I was just like for tangents. Mahershala was in it and I just thought that like I I finished watching the movie because he was in it. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay. I've done that with it. Yeah, I've done that with plenty of 
<laughs> like I could watch. Like I, I people are talking shit about uh, Death Note already. Like the reviews aren't coming in too great for the people that that's, saw it. That's not a surprise. But I, look, look, Keith Stanfield is in it. I'm gonna watch anything he's in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ugh, um, he's such a talent. So right off jump, I think uh, two things. The first fight sequence already Iron Fist. The fight. The fight choreography looks a little better. <laughs> it's not a massive. The very first one. What? The very first one in the darkness. I mean, the darkness did help. <laughs> yeah, because you couldn't see him. Because <laughs> you could see him. Someone learned that if you just have the t- the stunt man do a lot of, <laughs> they learned how to how to pull. I noticed that like when I was watching it, it is like, oh wow, they learned how to. If you pull away the camera, you don't have to have Finn Jones do a lame choreography. That's the a. That's true. B. They still did like eighteen thousand frames for that like thirty second sequence. Oh yeah, yeah. So like the over framing, I thought was horrible, but I think he redeems himself in episode three in the boardroom. He definitely redeems himself in the boardroom. I, I thought his fighting, his flipping over those tables where it was obviously his face. Yeah. Like some of that was dope. It was there. It was a wider shot because there was a lot happening. There weren't so many like. Frame, 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 frame. Yeah. So, like, when I saw that one, I was like, all right. Yeah. Uh, I love the interplay between Luke and Danny. Like, they're already setting up, like, the, the Heroes for Hire thing. And just the – that perfect first – it's in – I think it's in the third episode, that perfect just, like, with them talking – yeah. Where he's telling him how much he trained, and he's just like, yeah, 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 all of that. But he's like, look, when you were born, he just goes, I look at you, and I see privilege. And I was just like, yeah. yes, you yes. are the epitome. <laughs> Somebody needed to tell him all this time. He had, he had 13 episodes of his own show, and nobody called him out on his privilege. Nobody called him out on Bam. it. Yo, I did, like, Claire should have done it. Colleen yeah. should have done it at yeah. one time. Or no- Colleen did give him a few jabs about she how. She did. Yeah, in, in, the, in, the, in the first time around. I felt like second time around, Colleen didn't become herself as a character until, like, towards the end. When Bakudo comes back, that's all of a sudden where, where, where they even give her any shine. In, oh, in you mean in, in this series? Yeah, in this time yeah, around. In I the beginning, like she's she just like, really, blah, blah, blah. She was really, like. Just supporting you know, cast. Just support. I mean, I, I get, I get it, but it's also like, uh, one of my big issues with this series was how they treated Colleen and Colleen kind of, uh, Colleen and Claire, but Colleen even more so. Colleen in the beginning was just like a hype man for Danny. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, all yeah, she was yeah. like for the first maybe like. Until Bakudo shows. Until up Bakudo again. shows up again. Yeah. And 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 like when Bakudo shows up, you know, she was like. Like, right before them, when she was like, why are you messing with these people? Let's just go do our thing. Yeah. Like, I was like, all right, Colleen. <laughs> all right, Colleen. Okay, we're listening to you. It's not the best idea, Colleen. But, oh, wait. See, that's why. Because Bakudo is right there. You see him? He's yeah. not dead. He ain't dead yet. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> uh, also, um, as far as, like, more positive the way, even though they're, like, kind of downgraded to being like secondary characters which they are in this series yeah i definitely like the way that uh misty knight is treated in this series more than colleen not more than she was treated in luke cage but i see i understand i i felt like she was she was strong whenever she was on camera she was strong yeah she was about her shit she was about her her detective business she wasn't suffering fools but 
there was a there were there were a few episodes where I was like, when well, we gonna see Misty? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. not the focus, but like. But that's that thing. I think that I think a lot of that has to do with. Well, number one, the writing, but also I think there are certain people, and this is not a knock against. Uh, I'm drawing a uh, constant, not constant smooth. God damn it, that's not. That's not Constance. Yeah, no. like, why that name popped into my head, I have no idea. Uh, Colleen Wing, I'm drawing a blank on the actress's uh, name. It'll about. it'll come to me in a second, or I can just Google it. Um, but her thing, you know, like she needs that job because she, you know, she ate it on that ship. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, Game right, of Thrones. Spo- spoilers for oops, people oops, out there. We're, 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 we're gonna have to do an entire like Game of Thrones thing. Uh, not in this episode. We might have to do a whole separate. We can't even talk about just like that last episode. Yeah, we can. I mean, we can talk ah. about it off, off, off mic, and then we'll talk about it on mic on a different episode. Oh my god! I got a lot of feels about that too. But let's <laughs> let's stay on topic as much as possible. Can we talk about the first episode? <laughs> What of uh, maybe we'll see. Okay, well uh, we don't even have to talk about it. I just really like just the cold opening of the season did everything for me. That's all. That's all okay, I got to say about that. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, also, just waiting for that. If not a complete heroes for hire, like uh, just a, a Colleen and Misty side. Oh, like Daughters a of the Dragon series, like a little mini st- Yeah, like a little Daughters of the Dragon like mini series. That'd be great. And it doesn't even. I would. It, it could be as long as Defenders or shorter. I feel like it doesn't need to Yo. be. And if they do do it, I, I almost feel like they're gonna do the too long thing. You but said doo doo, too doo, doo doo. I'm joking. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, no, you know, like what they have to do. You know, like what's the what's the show? Shit. There was a this Netflix show that just came out, and it just had basically. A four longer episodes instead of, uh, well, I'm thinking of a Castlevania had something like that where it was just four episodes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but that would, those were short. They were like, half yeah, hour. those yeah. were, yeah. Cause it's animated and stuff. You got to pay for all those people drawing yeah. or the computers or whatever. That it's, was fantastic by the way. And pissed me off that it was only four episodes. I get it. But it, it did was, too. <laughs> it was like, it, it was just, it was like, Oh, here's a prequel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I think. That when it comes to Misty and Claire, they can do two ninety-minute movies. Colleen, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, Misty, Claire, and Colleen, and Colleen, oh, three yeah, of them. Yeah, 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 three of them. I think they could do like these little stories where they don't have to be full seasons, and they just give you like two ninety-minute, two ninety-minute episodes, and they can do a whole arc with those three hours. I mean, if you can do that with a movie, like yeah, 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 like give us give us more small, give us more small things and less very long ones. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I think I think you could do a lot with building that world. I know when they shot it, Spider Man hadn't come out yet, but nobody mentioned the Spider from Queens. Yeah, uh, I expect which they're not. I don't see. I think the more you see of the Netflix stuff, the less you're going to see of them trying to tie it into the larger Marvel universe. And that's kind of upsetting me. It is a little bit. I feel like in Avengers of, and I'm sorry, uh, and Shield. And Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D., they do a better job with the tie-ins or just even mentioning little but things. That's because they but that's because the West Coast. Is, yeah. is West Coast. It's the same studio. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they got into it. But, like, I even want to see some, like, I want to see some tech that says Stark Industries on it. Yeah. So I can believe yeah, yeah. that they're a part of the same world. Yeah. You know? Like, when this, ep- when this earthquake happened, this quote-unquote earthquake, 
there's no reason in my mind why I think Tony wouldn't have had someone else someone investigate else. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and even if they investigated him, like, all right, well, these guys are handling it. I'm going to stay out of it. They don't even have to show all of it, but just like something should say Stark Industries on the side of it. And I feel like with Daredevil season one, they accomplished that a lot more. Yeah. And they're still talking about the incident all the time. There, I think it's interesting because as far as that is concerned, well, well, two things. I Number one, if you were going in this kind of a, uh, expecting a street-level Avengers, which is kind of what it's supposed to be, but then like, like – and I started – I kept waiting for that moment. You know what I mean? The Avengers moment in this, and you don't really get it. And then I realized, that's oh, kind of stupid. Like, maybe it's stupid to expect that, but I kind of came to the conclusion, that ah, it's kind of stupid to kind of expect an Avengers moment. Yeah. You don't really get an Avengers moment with this series. I, I feel. Like, I feel like the only moment is, and by the way, once again, I feel like the character that's written the best is Jessica Jones. Yeah. By far, 100%. Everybody else gets on their high horse at some point. Everybody else. Um, Matt, his Catholic whininess is really, really getting on my nerves. Especially when, when they were in the restaurant. He was like, but no, he's just going to make us do this. And this is what he does. And I can't put people... And he was just whining, 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 <laughs> yeah. whining. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, geez. Um, Luke Cage a little less, but he does get a little preachy sometimes. But I, but I dig his preachiness because like... I can see, like, Luke Cage's character, the way Michael Coulter plays him, reminds me of Chuck Collins. You know Chuck Collins? Chuck Demetrius Collins? He does the Bounce uh, um, comic book online. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry. I was like, why do I know that name? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, like, I know Chuck. And, like, Chuck, he, they talk the same. They, like, Chuck, Chuck is on, like, his book shit. So it's like when I heard somebody, I, I, I don't know why, but I was listening to a podcast that I never heard of that I saw on Twitter. Uh, they were reviewing Defenders, and, and other people on Twitter were talking about how corny Luke Cage was. Yeah. And I don't think, I think he was corny, but I think he was playing kind of towards that character. But there's something, like, I can see him being a real, like, I know him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but with Daredevil, at some point, Matthew was getting on my nerves because of the whininess. And with Iron Fist, it's, I mean, like his brattiness. But I think he was playing his, I think he played his brattiness better in this than he played it in He did, in and Iron I also Fist. think Iron Fist is one of those characters who, because uh, we were having this discussion on an earlier episode of the podcast, we were talking about Captain America. Mm-hmm. Captain America as a character in the movies, at least, in the MCU, is better the more characters he has that are not like him. That is absolutely true. To bounce off of. And I feel like Iron Fist comes across better when he has someone, when he has less so Matt, I think, because Matt has some stuff, Murdoch has some stuff like experience with the hand and all that that are like a little bit too similar. So they almost have a, 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 a similar brattiness almost. Yeah. Uh, I think contrasting him with Luke and contrasting him especially with Jessica makes his character, his brattiness more tolerable and makes him 
more interesting. I especially like, as far as like Luke and 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 Danny interactions. I think it's in a later episode when Danny is like tied up. Oh yeah, yeah, the second to last episode. And they're just talking to each other. I really dug that. That their sort of corniness, that kind of like cornball, like do the right thing. They, that's what they have in common. Like, is this kind of cheese ball, like, but still kind of yin and yangy. A little, yeah. That's what made it yeah. work. Like, it's it's you almost you. I feel like you appreciate Luke's corniness more when you see it kind of mirrored, but in a different way in Danny, and also that there is enough of a contrast there between their corniness, where it comes from. Yeah, and it was kind of it had like this big brothery feel too. Yeah, with Luke. I mean, I think bringing Captain America up, one thing that they did with Captain America besides surround him with all those people is it was a little more believable that Captain America was frozen for, you know, what was it, 80 years or some shit? Yeah. Like, and that it's it's still sometimes more believable that that's true than the idea that Danny was in Kunlun for, what, 23 to 15 years? You something? know what's the funny thing? He never, even in this, Still doesn't come across as someone who's been away from technology for for, for a like, really long time for a decade and a half. A decade and a half, or even someone who's been in a monastery for that long. You know what I mean? He just doesn't. There, well, there's there certain points where I'm like, well, that's a little okay. I can see that, and I think it's more how he reacts to other people, especially men around him. Yeah, like stop telling me to calm down, Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I. Every time he said that, the first time he said that, don't tell me to calm down, I was like, whoa. And then when he said it again, and like I think he said it a total of three times, Yeah. I, was, I bought it. I was like, yeah. that's because you had to compete against other boys, you know, for, for whatever And they literally you. say it, and he does, it just helped immensely that all of the things that you didn't like about Danny in his own series, someone comments about it yeah. in this series. Well, that that it's they, just like you're dumb. You sound like a child all the time. I guess that, and I guess, and that was a plus for the writing here because they maybe they said, oh, maybe they listened to all the complaints and said, well, this is like we we can't we we can't get Lewis Tan anymore. Yeah. So this is how we're gonna fix it. And by the way, yes. Lewis Tan would have been probably a better Danny Rand. But yeah. at this point, let's let it the fuck go. Let's let it alone. <laughs> Twi- yeah. Dear Twitter, please leave it alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was fucked up. Yes, he, he probably would have done a better job. But this is not the Iron Fist that we wanted. It's the one that we have. Yeah, so yeah. let's, let's give him a shot. Not the one we deserved shot. either. It's just, it's just the, it's the, the one we got. It's the one we got. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you just got to take what you got and you got to do shit with it. And I think they did a better job this time around with him. Uh, I do agree about Matt's kind of Catholic whininess, but there's just, I think, another thing that I found if you were like, you know, like going on Twitter or anything, like looking at reviews of it, you definitely see, you watch the show, especially these shows, especially after the big, you know, controversy, controversy or whatever. I almost put up air quotes. 
um, about Iron Fist or like how positive, in my opinion, almost overly positive the reaction to the Luke Cage series was, um, which I like. Don't get me wrong, but I think, uh, in my opinion, the Luke Cage was the second weakest of them. Iron Fist was clearly the weakest of the series. I, I yes. Um, well, if you're saying if you're putting Luke up against uh, both seasons of Daredevil, because my favorite is Jessica, so that's not yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't that's back not even that. A, well, here's the thing. For me, if I, what I was gonna say yeah. was for me, Jessica Jones is the best show. Yes. it isn't my favorite. Okay, but it is the best one. Well, you grew up <laughs> like in the West Side. You. you grew up in the West Side, so you you, you really dig the Hell's Kitchen vibe. It's not just Alex. There's, there's, I've said this. No, but I've said this before. And what I was, the point that I was making was, I think you view defenders and view each of the shows, uh, and it's why, like, I disagree. I disagree with the people who thought the Luke Cage was the best one. But I, I'm like, I'm not gonna knock you thinking it's, oh yeah, the best one. Well, because people I can have every, favorites. I think you, but I also think you, how you view it comes from how you what you come to it with almost. Mm -hmm. So for me, Daredevil has always been my favorite character. Yeah. Uh, his origin story of like being bullied when he was a kid and like everything about that, just like, like I read the original, like Frank, not the original origin, but like the Frank Miller, like uh, John Romita Jr. Origin of Daredevil, like right in middle school. Yeah. And it's just like, it hit me so hard when I was like 13 that like, even now, like the Catholic whininess and all the weaknesses that he, that he definitely had. Cause it was, this is definitely, even though he ended up being kind of like the, the sort of hero of it all. The or great white savior. Yeah, exactly. Um, is, even with all that, I'm still like, I was like, I still got like, you know, the goosebumps in like moments. It's just like, it's, it's, it's my favorite character. I what do you too. want from me? Like, you know what I mean? No, when, when, when I saw him wear his suit again, I got like, I, I loved, I loved when he fought Danny. Yeah. That was dope. And like, you know, and Luke Cage would get involved just to kind of t try to break him up or try yeah. to hold one, but not necessarily like throwing blows. Like they were throwing blows at each other. And Jessica just like get away from me or boom, sorry. But yeah. She's still my favorite. It was, she says little things. I, and I, I, I like the way they use Patsy a little bit. I do too. Can we talk I feel about like I feel like Jessica was almost a little underused in my I, opinion. I, I agree. Uh, but... I really like all the just like Jessica is tired of ha of being around all these boys, so she's gonna go do her own investigation shit. Yeah, which brought her back with a nice van. I also I really love how she how she just like how she storms into the restaurant, knocks Electra out with the van, and and <laughs> what was that line that she said? Oh, you miss me or something like that? Yeah. I I think she was definitely underused, but I do really like the the moments they gave her. I you know what it you know what honestly it is? I would have liked her action wise they have used her more, but I think some of that has to do with like on a certain budget. Luke too, it's just like there's only so much 
you well, can do with their power sets without spending a shit ton of money. Like, but she also kept saying, it was like, was I the only one? One time she said, was I the only one that didn't learn karate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then exactly. the next time, stop it with your kung fu stuff. Or, or like, um, or she she tells the one guy who's waiting outside uh, of, of the lady who's, whose husband she was uh, investigating's uh, house. And she's like, I might not know Kung Fu, but tell me when this hurts. And she's just pressing his face <laughs> into his the fucking, the, yeah. into the, to the windshield. That was, just, that was so, that was lit for me. I was, I love that. And I love the character moments they get, especially the, she's actually good at her job. Yeah. Like what she does. I, well, my favorite kind of Jessica moment, honestly, is when, uh, after the the restaurant scene where Matt and her go off and she just go she just blatantly just goes, You're dead at all. <laughs> I mean she explained. She's just like, Come on, They're like I put it together. It's not that difficult. Oh no, that was the beginning of the restaurant scene. Yeah. And yeah. But she had like taken pictures of it, so she'd seen him move. And she broke he broke the camera in the lobby. Yeah, yeah. But uh but like when they're walking and she basically tells him it's just like, So you're you're the devil of hell's kitchen. She's just like, No, no, it's just like Come on. Not when like, were, I put it all together. No, it, it wasn't when they were walking. It was when they got to the restaurant, and he didn't want to take the scarf off his face. Oh, yes, yes, So she yes. pulls him aside, and then she goes, well, you know, like, like you know, I'm an investigator, but these guys, they're, they're going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like a guy who moves the way you move, they're going to figure it out. Oh, no, no, no. Both of those scenes, actually, the th- it's that scene and the scene I'm thinking of where she basically tells him back his entire life story. Yes, because she looked him up. Yeah, story. that was dope. That was dope. And it was, it's the same thing. She was just like, I, I'm, I can do my job, dude. This yeah. is what I do. And he just showed up to try to, like, to be her lawyer. And she, when she didn't ask for it, of course she's going to investigate you, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, and, and not only did she figure out he was Daredevil, she basically pieced together his entire origin story. Yeah. And basically, like, repeats it back to him and be like, yeah, man, like. What do you think? I, I didn't look into this? Yeah, of course I looked into this. Now, one thing they didn't explore, which I was very curious about, but isn't there... I don't know how Danny fits into this or if he does fit into this, but isn't the stuff that... Uh, the acidy... Excuse me. The acidy stuff that blinded Matt Murdock, uh, the people that did the experiments on Luke Cage and the people who did the experiments on Jessica when she was younger, wasn't there a connective thread through that that they just didn't touch? I, now that you bring that up, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong about this because I'd have to go back. I don't know if they're going to do it on the show. I'd have to go also go back into the Iron Fist comics and some of the other stuff. And I don't even think if this is part of like, this is like revamped Marvel history in the more modern books, even the, the doorway that Danny is supposed to open. Yeah. All of that has to do with stuff that his father and his grandfather were involved with. That Danny's father. In the, uh, more so his grandfather. Wow. In, that I in didn't the know. books, like, uh, and I don't know, they definitely didn't touch this, touch on this in, in the Iron Fist series, but apparently there's a door that's similar to Kun Lun in the comic books. Yeah. Uh, it's not, they, there, it isn't Dragon Bones, or, but there's definitely like a doorway mm-hmm. that's under Manhattan uh, 
to Kunlun. It's like a secret doorway that no one is supposed to. That was apparently the pathway to it and the technology to open it and like all of that without using the Iron Fist is all and all of the fortune, the Rand fortune, comes from shit that his grandfather was doing. Like that makes eighty two hundred, including the the chemicals that were. I could be really jumping to conclusions about this, and people can call me out if I'm wrong on this. But if I I might be misremembering this, but some I think the chemicals that were dropped on Matt Murdock, that truck was a chemical truck that was owned by the Rand Corporation. Uh, the sign, like all of that. G- goes back to the rant, which is one of the things that kind of bothered me, even in this, Defenders, was like, oh, he's the key to everything. Ugh. <laughs> no, see, I don't mind. Oh, I, no, 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 I went, ugh. But we're making fun of him? Okay, I'm okay with it. No, <laughs> I, I, like I, I didn't mind that. I mean, that last, that scene when he opened the door where Electro was just, like, baiting him, like, that was obvious it was going to happen. But that also shows how not in control he is yeah which i think it's it's good if they're if they're building the character and if finn jones is gonna work out between now and then and and take some uh, kung fu lessons or whatever yeah. but uh train a little more a little you know i'm not <laughs> i'm not saying dedicate your life to it but uh, you know eight hours a day yeah um but uh, i feel like all right i definitely think that i remember that there is there definitely is a luke cage and jessica jones Connection. Connection, yes. Because yeah. cause remember, Luke was in Jessica Jones, and they kind of found that connection together. Even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, though yeah. he was being controlled by Kilgrave at the time. Yes. Now, I think, and I, I might have to go back to season one, but I think the chemical truck had something to do with it as well. Yeah. They didn't bring it up. They didn't touch on it. There are a lot of things that they didn't bring up or touch on that they kind of left open-ended. Yeah. Um, I feel like that people are going to discover more within their own seasons. Yeah. Um, with Jessica Jones, you know, nobody mentioned the uh, the medical bills that, like, her her foster mother gave her at the end. She was like, oh, I've been holding this all these times or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, she still hasn't figured out the origins of her power, but it's definitely the people who that paid for her medical bills. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that stuff... I would have liked to see some more, but you know they did do eight eight episodes. If they would have done thirteen and not touched on it, I would have been a lot more disappointed. Yeah, but that's what again what makes me feel like this is the they're them all getting together and it's setting up the seasons. You know the further seasons uh, of the other series. Now I do the think they're going to come together a little more. Yeah, I, oh God, I hope so. I think there's going to be more cross. I mean, having Luke Cage and I kind of, I still, I really enjoy Luke Cage, but I, I might say that in Jessica Jones, I enjoyed him a little more. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, he was read a little differently. He had, you know, he also had that that kind of that air of of the mysterious because there wasn't much that we know about him. Yeah. But I do love him in Harlem, so I don't want to take that away from yeah. him. You know. Um. I don't know if Luke Cage is my second least favorite. I think it might be one of the one of the Daredevil uh, seasons. I mean, I, I I think that's fair. I think what push again, I I say that with the full knowledge that I'm incredibly biased because. Oh no, I totally understand. No, that, like, people you know have favorites. I mean? Like like, I can't expect you not to have a favorite. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So, but we haven't spoken about villains at all. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think, or you say often, and it, it is true to a certain uh, extent that Marvel has a villain problem. Yeah. Did you feel that? Uh, I feel two things about that. Number one, uh, I love Sigourney Weaver. Yes. I love her in this show. Yes. I don't know if I love her in the role she played in this show, if that makes sense. Well, just because she's not coming back? That too. It, uh, or but, is she? But, no, but, she's but here's the not. thing. The reason why I say it's, it's still kind of a villain problem for me is that the, fa- the five fingers, mm-hmm. I, uh, I always think it's a problem when your main adversaries, if one of them is a person who you've never, ever seen before. Uh, that's just a kind of a storytelling problem for me. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, because she gets set up at the start, the first episode of this, I was okay with it. She's the only white one of yeah. the five of the yeah. five fingers. Which I how I, cool is that? I also appreciate that. Like she ain't have to be the leader, but she was the only white one. She, I had an issue that she did, she didn't have to be the leader leader. Yeah, I did, did kind of appreciate that they did explain. It's just like no, they're all different nationalities because they're, they're all different the leaders. Homes. Yeah. In a different part of the world. <laughs> no, and I really like the fact that they stipulated that it's rare that the five fingers come together. Yeah. And that they stipulated that they've each tried to kill each other throughout, throughout yeah, history. Yeah, of course. Of course. So, I, I mean, like, I didn't believe in Sigourney Weaver's leadership. They called yeah. her the leader. But nobody ever really treated her like as the, a leader as besides a leader, Madame yes. Gao. Yeah. But Madame Gao will always play people like that. Yeah. And that's what I felt Madame Gao was doing. All right. When was Electra woken up? I felt like there either I didn't catch everything or there was an issue with the timetables. Uh, they did a time jump between when they put her in it. In one of the episodes, I think it's like the second. It might be the third episode, actually. Yeah, they kept going back and forth. I remember that. Where you see them putting her in, and there's a time jump that they don't indicate that clearly has to be. They don't indicate how long it is, but there's definitely. I think at one point they just said like three months ago, or at one point there was a scroll that said a certain amount of months ago. Yeah. I don't think it was like specific. Maybe they said a few months. Well, no, no, no. Uh, the thing that I don't think they were they made explicit is there's a transition between when they put her in the whatever that thing is, the coffin, whatever. And Why don't when, call it the and Lazarus when she chamber. opens it herself. I don't know if they specify like how long that's actually been that she's been in there. Yeah. Uh, but then she wakes up, and then it's a period of time where they're like, well, they put her in there at the end of Daredevil too. Yeah. Yeah. So that part we know. Yeah. All right. I'm asking because of this. What was the earthquake about? Was the earthquake about waking her up, or was the earthquake about something to have to do with the with the hole in the door? Because at first I thought the earthquake was waking her up. Yeah, I wasn't a hundred percent. Okay, I, I get I get your question now, and I'm not a hundred percent clear on that either. I think the earthquake has to do with something that they're doing down in the hole. In the hole. Because that was the upper center. Yeah. Okay. That would make more sense because I, they said, they kept saying, 
you used your last resources on her. Does that mean on making her stronger or did that mean completely resurrecting her? Because if they were using the last resources on her, how was she in Cambodia? If the earthquake happened when, when, when Iron Fist landed and then how does she train? That, so she, it couldn't have been for that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it makes a lot more sense. But then they kept saying you used your last resources and she used the last resources on the day of the earthquake. The, she used their last resources in the uh, their power to resurrect people. Okay. That's what that refers to. So yeah. that had nothing to do with the earthquake? No. Okay. No. But, but they, I do they never agree really with you that's not 100% that. clear. No, it's <laughs> it not. 100% clear. And, and, and I didn't even think about that until you brought it up. I was like, oh, that's not, a, that's not really 100% clear. And they never explained the earthquake, right? Not really, no. 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 <laughs> and the only damage we ever see from the earthquake is that one car and, and that big sinkhole uh, when, when, um, when Patsy's trying to get to work. Yeah. But then besides that, or Trish, as she likes to be called, um, but besides that, never again do we really see any damage from that little earthquake. No. Okay. I think it's supposed to be like super localized. Like, yeah, because the girl in Brooklyn didn't feel it. The geologist who called yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought that part was cool. Yeah. She was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a geologist. It's <laughs> yeah. just not the way the earth works. <laughs> yeah. She was like, what? Um, all right. What did you think? Madame Gao, I think, again, dope. Again. And yeah. survives. And survives. Yeah. Uh, Only two of them survived, right? Yeah. Two fingers. Her and the Japanese dude. He fell, but he didn't. But we didn't see him completely die. We didn't die. see him completely die, so we don't know what I see. I had a little bit of an issue with... And they 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 keep doing this, and I don't know why. Why the Japanese characters are the only ones who keep their language? Who keep their language? Like everyone else is speaking in English, and apparently all understand Japanese. Everybody, and yeah, well, they all understand everything, just about. Yeah, yeah, because they're the hand. They've been yeah, around for yeah. um, like ten million gazillion who, who knows, days, yeah. minutes. I don't know. Okay. Daredevil season one, Madame Gao only spoke English at the very end. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. For some reason, that one Japanese dude, first of all, like we meet him gutting a bear. Was he in another season of something? No, that's a th- that, he was the character. That I was just like, why is he just, she, okay, well, we've never seen this. I mean, I understand we've never seen Sigourney Weaver before either. But they just they set her up from the first episode. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that he wasn't the same Japanese guy that fought uh, Matt Murdock that burned, but somehow was resurrected. Nobu, no, no, Nobu, uh, Nobu. Okay. Nobu gets his head cut off by Stick at the end of yes. season two. Yes, 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 yes. I do uh, remember that now. Which, by the way, thanks for the refresher. There, I always spoiler, spoiler. If you have not seen it, number one, I was bummed about Stick getting killed. Less because of Stick, more because Scott Glenn is another one of those dudes who's just like, I I like him playing Stick more than I like the character Stick in general. I, like, I even in the comic books, I wasn't that big of a fan of Stick. To be perfectly honest, I'll tell you what, I really like the guy who plays Stick in the Electro movie, even though he was only there for a little bit. Terrence Stamp, yeah, Terrence Stamp is great. He was cool. That movie's really terrible, good. but but Terrence That is movie great. is terrible, and I watched it at a time where I didn't care. Yeah. So I enjoyed I it, it the too. first time. I watched it on like cable. I was like, uh, let me yeah. see. I hated the Daredevil movie. Let me see. Oh, how my God. Daredevil movie was just. I felt like the Daredevil movie was worse than the Electro movie. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. 
there was some cooler shit happening with the Electra movie with yeah. the animals and the people. Anyway, um, all right. So it wasn't noble. So this Japanese dude, I thought he was dope. First of all, yeah, I thought he was. I mean, Bakudo came towards the end. I wish we would have seen a little more Bakudo. That African dude, I wish. Uh, what was his name again? Fuck. I thought he Such was Such an S, yeah. Yeah, I, dude. I thought he was the, dope. The two like sort of minor minor ones that get kind of like killed off. I was just like I now want to know more about them and I'm never They're they both more, got beheaded. Yeah. And they're both more seem like they're there was more of a story to be told. I think about so. About those two characters that now maybe they'll go back and they'll tell it. In like maybe the Iron Fist, uh, you know, I uh, hope series. But maybe. I feel like just just like that, the fact that like we're never going to know because they they just introduced just the fact that there is kind of an African warlord dude who's secretly like a member a member of like an ancient ninja organization. Yeah. That alone, I want that dude's backstory. I want to see that whole origin story. Like, I mean, there, there was, I mean, so the two things that really bothered me with the way they treated him is that, yeah, he had dudes with guns, but his yeah. fighting skills were ill, and the only person, yeah. he, but the only person they, they put him against was Luke Cage. Yeah. So I felt like, to really see this guy, like, all right, oh, oh, the two black guys need to fight. I guess that's what it is, right? Maybe, because yeah. I, I, I mean, I kind of felt like, why isn't he fighting the Iron Fist, or why isn't he fighting the Daredevil? Yeah, because I'm um, fighting style wise. I think they would have been good matchups. Yeah. Um, why don't we see more of him fighting? Why do we see Luke Cage get hit by a truck and then all of a sudden he's in the back of a van? Yeah. Like I. Why can't we fill in those moments? I don't. Was it was it was it in post? Did they actually shoot it and then not like yeah, it? Yeah, who knows? You know what I mean. I also feel like they implied, and then it doesn't happen. It kind of happens. They implied that, uh, and they've done this. It made me think. Oh, I was gonna say weirdly, but it actually makes perfect sense. That it would make me think of this. It made me think of like Naruto. It's like okay, you you have a ninja character who's speciality is like that he like attacks like pressure points yeah and they imply even before he starts to fight luke that he might actually be able to hurt luke because yes stick tells him because he fights differently stick tells him he he will slow your heart down and kill you from the inside before you even see it coming yeah and i'm just like and then they kind of because it looks like even before Luke gets hit by the truck that he might be having an effect on him. But it's like, dude, you can't... God damn it, you set that up and then did nothing with it. I, that's what I felt with him. I felt like he could have had a little more rain. Bakudo, at least Bakudo was a villain in... In, um, in, in, in Iron Fist. In Iron yeah. Fist. At least Bakudo got that. And the Japanese dude who's... Sawande. Yeah, that's, that's the African dude. The Japanese dude... Once again, and I don't understand this. Once again, and it's so it's so tropey. That's what actually makes pisses me off about it. It's so tropey. Number Murakami. one, yeah, Murakami. That number one, his name is Murakami. Whatever. Uh, 
you kind of set up, well, you know, why is he introduced basically taking apart a bear, an endangered bear at that? I like that part. Yeah, that part was cool, but then it set up nothing for his character. It's just like you're like, okay, that's going to mean something later, and it just doesn't. There's nothing no. really distinctive about him as a character. No, I think, I, I think you're mistaken there. Okay. Uh, uh, or, I, or well, rather... Maybe not mistaken. I think I disagree with you. Okay, go for uh, it. Or oh, I definitely know that I do. <laughs> go for it. When everybody else was, was rolling deep, when they were going after them at the restaurant, he was the only one that was rolling dolo coming up quiet from the back. That's A. He okay. talked about how he hunts the bear, and it's just always him. And he was always a, a solo fighter. Okay. He didn't always fought, go with the pack. He always went a different way, and he always surprised his enemy. And he confronted them in, in, in a way that seems a little more, more honorable to a hunt. Like, at okay. first, he singled out. Like, he would single out one person to fight. And, make you know, he wasn't spraying bullets. He didn't have a bunch of knives and a bunch of goons. He just had that one. He had the, literally a skinning knife, actually. Yeah, and that's all. So I feel like they did him service there. Also, we didn't see him lose his head. So I think okay. he's coming back. And then I think they're going to do better stuff with him. That's my okay. hope. They might that is not. also my hope, too. Yeah. Uh, Bakudo, I think we saw the last of. But, hey, now we know that Misty's getting a cool arm. Yeah. And didn't we all want that? Yeah. We needed to find a way. Yeah. And, and they tricked us in Luke Cage when she held her arm that one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those bastards. But yeah. they tricked us in Luke Cage. So I was like, when I saw him cut her arm off, I said, yes. I know. I know. I felt so bad. And it felt so bad that you're. But that's because we know what's going to happen. <laughs> we know what's going to happen. Also. I know. I just say, I ended up laughing because I had the exact same reaction. I was just like. <laughs> but it's like, I love Misty. I don't want to see her hurt, but I want to see her dope. Yeah. You, know I was what just I mean? like, you see, I said, oh, God. Again, one of those moments that, like, I didn't register why I was. At the time of why I was actually so happy to what to have her arm get cut off, I was so happy to see her arm cut off. And then I was just like, "Oh yeah, yeah okay, now I remember." And then I felt bad. I was just like, "Ah oh, man, was, she just got her arm cut off." And I was just like, "Yeah, but it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be great. She's <laughs> gonna, gonna be have great. this dope ionic arm. She's gonna beat people up. Like it's gonna be guys. Just wait for it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so I knew that already, and we got teased with it. So I was happy about that. I was really happy Colleen got to take out Bakudo. If yes. anybody took Bakudo out, it wasn't one of the defenders. Uh, wait, the defenders didn't take any of them out. No. Oh yeah, they didn't kill one person. No. No. All right. So it was Colleen takes Bakudo out. Um, Electra, and Electra's snapping turn was a little, I felt a little rushed, but it was fine. Yeah, but it was yeah, a little it was, rushed. It was, it was a little rushed, but, but. At first, her getting her memories, I felt like they handled that good. Yeah. But then from that moment to the click, I'm just going to kill Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. But I, I think the killing of Sigourney Weaver was also because Sigourney Weaver told her that she was dying. So I yeah. think she was also putting down a wounded animal. Exactly. And also, it's just like, oh, this is, it's her in that moment, like, assert, asserting, is like, no, this is who I am. Yeah. And I really, but I, she was like, and now you all follow me. And I'm like, really? Not one of them is going to step to her? Maybe they just want to see how it plays out. Yeah. She did deliver the Iron Fist. Yeah. She dragged him over and just threw him there. Yeah, exactly. Which is Stick's fault, to be honest. Yeah. For drugging Luke. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
that's why I'm okay with stick dying. Cause yeah, stick, yeah, that's fair. Stick at the end always wanted to do some sly shit. Yeah. Oh, man. He was definitely a good anti-hero, though. Yeah. Um. Rest in peace, Stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they killed. We got Bakudo. We got... The way Sigourney went was kind of weak. It's kind of weak. I some unknown some, cancer. So, some of that I felt like you're already set up that she's not going to be... Alive. <laughs> no, not even that she's not going to be alive, but she's not going to be the one who's... You're not going to be see her fighting hand-to-hand really that much with, with anyone else. Also, it is just a weird, complete non-sequitur thing. I've forgotten how freaking tall Sigourney Weaver is. Sigourney Weaver. Oh, she was looking great. I was very <laughs> happy with great. her. But she was. A, I just, there were just scenes in it where I was just like, I know the person she's standing next to is not tiny, but they look tiny. <laughs> You know what? I, I kind of secretly wanted to see a moment where even if it was a verbal squaring off, that she would square off with Jerry. Yes. Like, oh, God. Yeah. I was wishing that. Yeah. That yeah. they would have just even came to like some, some serious corporate words. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just thought, oh, man, I thought that was kind of a wasted opportunity there. That somehow or another Hogarth and her would come up against each other. Even in a boardroom. Even uh, if, even if it had dope. nothing that to do with the series. You know that what I mean? Dope. Uh, if for no other reason than just the two of them in the same room. Exactly. <laughs> like from <laughs> different sides of, of, of corporate empire or something. Yeah. Um, um, once again, uh, Foggy and Karen are useless paperweights. <laughs> no. Foggy had this great redemption moment from his, you got to stop being daredevil, man. When he brings the suit, I thought he really stepped up and he's going to become the Foggy from the series. Yeah. Well, he no, here's the thing. He's always been the Foggy from the series. It's just that. An early development, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just that, like, um, it really depends on, like, just how he's been. And I, I feel, I feel terrible for Karen just because, number one, I they do they did give like the relationship. I I was happy with the relationship between her and Matt in Daredevil season two, but I felt like I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't want them together at all. It ends if they're gonna do what if they're gonna follow the books at all. It does not end well for Karen at all. Oh, does Karen die? Does she eat it? Uh or does she become a villain? I can almost guarantee. Unless they do something amazing with her character. Yeah. To make the fans love her enough that they don't kill her off. My prediction, and I predicted this because I predict this because they didn't do it in season two mm-hmm. of Daredevil. Season three of Daredevil, Bullseye, Karen dies. If if they get if they bring Bullseye. Yeah. Uh because in the comic books, Bullseye kills Karen. Okay. Uh, and it's, well, they've, they've, it's, they've, they've done enough Daredevil now, I feel like, that they could introduce. Because they already killed Elektra once. Yeah. And it wasn't Bullseye that kills her. So it's like, you know, I'm fine with that just the way they How many times show. does Elektra die total in comic books? I don't know. Unlimited. Like four. Listen, but If we're counting when she was a scroll, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think, you know what? I don't think they're going to follow everything too closely, especially yeah. they're going to listen to fans. They're, let's say they're writing their own book, right? Yeah. So, and, and they're, you know, they're definitely taking from the source material, but they're writing their own book at this point. 
I feel that it the leap from the end of uh, season two. Yeah. Where he drops the mask in front of her. Yeah. The leap from there till we need Matt Murdock stop being the daredevil or the devil of Hell's Kitchen was not explained. It was a little abrupt. Yeah. And I'm going to say it was abrupt because Karen's character in Daredevil season two was gully as fuck getting herself in all types of trouble. Yeah. Just putting herself out there. Yeah. And at the end of season one as well. So it's like, so then this isn't season three, obviously, but all of a sudden the first Karen we see is like, you don't need the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Where like, I felt yeah. like, I felt like she complained a little too much of, of his, his use of the devil. I, I don't feel like it was this, it, uh, it's not a trait that the character displayed in the first and second seasons of Daredevil. Yeah. Well, also because she didn't know in the first and second. She season. didn't. You are absolutely 100% right. But the Karen from season two, I don't think would have been opposed to Matt being Daredevil. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, things happen in between. There were yeah. two other shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that time passed. Yeah. So whatever happened in between, I get it. But I, I just, I didn't see it. Like when, when I, when I noticed that, that Karen was like that in the first episode, I was like, but why? Like it just, it didn't make <laughs> yeah. sense to me. It, like, ma- it totally makes sense for Foggy. Like. For Foggy, it makes 100% <laughs> sense. Yeah. Because Foggy still feels like he has to defend Matt. Yeah. You know, while Karen never felt that. Yeah. Okay. Claire slept with both Matt and Luke. Misty. And I, Luke slept with both Claire and Misty. That's cool. Um, um, wait, so Luke Cage has slept with all three of the four main women of the show? My, my... Oh, I, I'm sorry. They've had coffee. It's, um... There, is def- there was definitely a moment where I felt like I wanted someone to acknowledge. That everybody's sleeping with each other. No, 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 no. Not everyone is sleeping with... I wanted someone to acknowledge you. like... Y'all, do y'all know that Luke slept with Jessica, Misty, and Claire, right? Like, can, can we, can, can someone acknowledge that this has happened? <laughs> like, well, Claire did sleep with Matt. Yeah. And Luke, which is fine. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad she didn't sleep, uh, sleep with Danny Bland. Yeah. Oh, God. But, all right, so my whole thing is, speaking of source material, if the people, you know, and the source material, a few of them, whatever, is Luke going to have a baby with Jessica? Because I need Danielle Cage in the world. Okay. Can I just say, there was a moment where they're talking to each other and they're like, it's nice to see you, we blah, should blah, get, blah, blah, blah. And at the end, she says, we should get coffee sometime. You should yeah. keep in touch. We should get coffee. Yeah. And in Luke's world, coffee means fuck. Yeah. Yeah. There's that was that. awesome. But it, there were a couple of moments where they're, especially in that moment, What's just like, it, it, does she, are they, is, is it going to come up? Is she, does she, is she pregnant and doesn't know it? Or is it like, because there's so many like things. Where, too much just, time has passed for her to be pregnant. I know, too much time has yeah. passed, but in my brain, I'm just like, I'm just like, can, can we, I, I kind of want this to happen. I kind of do too. <laughs> I just, but you know, like I need a Danny occasion in the world, but you know what? Let's let her have at least season two before yeah, we, we knock other, her up. A whole other season. Maybe yeah, three. Yeah. Maybe yeah, three yeah, seasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And exactly. then knock her up in season four. Yeah. I think that'll be I think I think they should ride these characters for a while. Yeah. Um all of them. Even all Danny. Yeah, yeah. Even Danny. I think they should ride them for a while. But then is Danny gonna end up with Misty. Yeah. Cause 
I still don't see that happening. Although I don't see that at all. Yeah. But they haven't. But we don't know what they what what inside of their personal lives they could connect with because sometimes opposite attracts. Yeah. And they they never really interacted. Yeah. Wait, they never interacted, they did they? They never interacted, really. Oh, maybe that was on purpose. Because Colleen says, don't worry. When she's in the hospital bed with one arm, she says, don't worry. Danny's going to take care of you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I don't want Luke to do Claire dirty. I kind of want Claire to dump Luke. Yeah. And then he sleeps with Jessica. Yeah, yeah again, yeah. Um, don't do this, this is the soap opera section. Of, of, course, <laughs> of course, of course, of course. No, it I'm is totally very fine. soapy. I'm, to, I'm, totally, I'm totally fine with that. Um, it's very soapy at it times. Is, it is totally soapy. I love it. Uh, I will say the finale was a little underwhelming. Um, the which, which bit? Just the whole, the whole like last like episode. I, I got to rewatch it. I was, I, I, I was the watching that between. Was like, it wasn't like I said. It was dope, but it was just like it was just like kind of going through it again. I was just in my head because I haven't actually watched the last episode uh, all the way through the second time. Oh, okay. You saw it once, though, right? Yeah. Uh, I only saw the last episode once, and it was between 2 and 3 a.m. on the day before, yeah. on, on, on Sunday night. I had to go to work, and, uh, oh, yeah, because I stopped to watch Game of Thrones, and then I went back to the last couple episodes. But uh, I got to say that holding the elevator, Jessica Jones, Yeah. the fact that they give her that big, big moment, Yeah. that gave me all the feels. Yeah. That was, that was yes. I was... I definitely had a moment where it was just like, and also a kind of finally moment. It was just like, yes. God damn it, finally. Exactly. She's holding up Luke Cage and some bad guys and Danny, and well, Danny weighs 10 pounds. He's easy. Yeah, yeah of course. But like she's holding them all up plus this heavy ass elevator and she's just like, Will you guys hurry up. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, I thought that part was great and I felt like she had a big moment. Daredevil had a big moment. Yeah. I don't feel like Danny had a big moment. No. And Luke didn't have Luke that didn't big really moment. Luke didn't have a big moment either. And no. if he did have the big moment, it was capturing uh, um, the, the African dude, and we didn't, we didn't get to see that. Yeah. So. But some people say Danny had a big moment. His big moment was just opening the door. He didn't accomplish yeah, much yeah, after he that. He didn't really come out. Which I'm fine with. Again, I'm fine with. I am too. I yeah. feel like he does need to learn his tree. And yeah. he's not. Maybe what Finn said once. Uh, I think after the first season is that he's not completely the Iron Fist yet. He yeah. just thinks he is. Because I lent you the that you yes, know, which I haven't read yet. I'm sorry. Y- you should read it because no spoiler. Like the level of like where he gets by the end of that, even that storyline of like. Well, t- to, like, tell them what book it is. It is uh the Immortal Iron Fist. I forget what. I think it's. Something of the Seven Cities. I can't remember what the volume is called. It's it's basically the the first arc of the uh, Matt Fraction, David Aja run, uh, and it's great. And there is a moment in it. I won't spoil, but because I haven't read it. Yeah, you definitely go. Oh, that's when he really focuses all of the chi and all of his training into like the fist. Yeah, I was like it can do that. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed even seeing the footage that Bakuda had of the old Iron Fist. Yeah, with the two glowing hands. Yes, and like I was like when I saw that footage, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this isn't he's not the Iron he's Fist. He's not yet. there yet. He's not there yet. Yeah. Which I'm okay with because I feel yeah. like he has a lot to learn as a human as well. Like 
aren't like the Iron Fist and people from Kunlun supposed to be kind of zenny about shit? Like, yes. why would you take a private jet to a helicopter? Because <laughs> he's to also, a car. Because he's also Danny Rand. That's why. I understand the private jet. You're coming from Cambodia. You don't want to fly commercial. <laughs> And, you know, you're doing some illegal shit. But when you get to the airport, you should drive from there instead of taking a chopper to a landing pad to another car. Like, what's your what, what is your eco footstep footprint? Like, what what's what is it, Danny? Don't yeah. you care about the earth or is it just Kunlun? It's just Kunlun. Oh, OK. Uh, so uh, before we uh we get to the, the post credits thing. There is a point that I want. One of the reasons why I think this was better, uh, the, the showrunners and two of the executive producers were, uh, and I always, it always ends up being, it's become almost like a cliche now, but it was Douglas Petrie and uh, the guy who was in charge of the first season of Daredevil, uh, who also did Cabin in the Woods. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Oh, I know. That's Joss's boy. I forgot his name. Both, Jot, both. Yeah. Douglas Petrie was, uh, the, in fact, I think one of the main producers on Buffy. So okay. it's, again, ex-Buff ex people, ex-Joss Buff, Buffy people. Alum. Yeah. Just, just. I feel like the direction, I don't know who directed the first episode, but whatever that was, I, I think I'm going to rewatch it a third time because I still don't know if I really like it or I don't like it at all. Yeah, yeah, I get I, that. I'm still not that. sure. Um, I think if it's one director, they did a good job at making it feel like four different comic books are coming together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or four different entities are coming together. Uh, and, and each character's intro, I felt, was apropos. It was. Um, special Luke. Especially Luke's. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Taking those taking those cuffs off. The first time we see him, he's yeah, getting yeah. out of prison and he's just Oh, you can't find the key? Here. This belongs to you. <laughs> yeah. Get him out of my sight. I'm like, he could have left. <laughs> yeah. Any time. Any he moment. Wanted to. At any moment he could just walk out. He was there one hundred percent voluntarily. Yeah. And he was like, Oh Claire, you know, I had some bad times in jail, some hard times. But when you wrote me even that poem, even though you plagiarized Nick Giovanni, like I, <laughs> a little part of me was like, "Oh, that's dope," but also, why would you plagiarize Nick Giovanni? Yeah, of course. There's other poets you could plagiarize that, like he might not know of. Yeah. Oh well. You know. You know. They but we can't all be corny like him. Yeah. That's what she exactly. said. Uh, so the Punisher teaser, which I only watched one, sh showed and. Told you nothing. <laughs> no, absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. It was it was it was uh, an epitome of a teaser trailer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which got me so happy. Yeah, yeah. Although I am still severely because Punisher is another one of those characters. He's like and he's the anti Captain America. Is like in he's that, the ultimate anti hero. Yeah, is but in that he's not. He's another character. I feel like you have to have. He has to have someone like Matt Murdock to play off of. And I don't. I think he's a character that works really well in comic book form by himself. I don't know. And again, I've said this a billion times, but just I'm worried about what you have to do with the villains. They're gonna give him side people. They're gonna give him those kooky neighbors he had yeah. during that that movie with Thomas Jane. Yeah. Um, which I didn't dislike that movie when I saw it. No. 
I it don't, wasn't good, but I'm I don't want to re. It's like I don't want to rewatch it. I just want to be left with those feelings that I saw that I had the first time. Yeah, and I still haven't seen Warzone, which I want to see because Lexi Alexander's is a. a I, I love Lexi. Let, 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 I will tell you this, and I know people who completely disagree with me on this one, but uh, it is a thoroughly enjoyable movie. I heard the violence is wonderful. It is. It is incredibly. It'll. Remind you of a funnier, even more exaggerated version of Sin City, if that's even possible. Uh, that's fine with me. Yeah. I still want to watch it at some point. It's really hard to find. It's not good. It's not a I good movie. Care. I don't care. But, but, I, but, but Lexi that's gets, the funny but thing. But Lexi gets the martial arts because she's a martial artist. But, but it, what's funny about it is the, I feel like the... The not goodness is you get the feeling that it's embraced so hard. Yeah. I mean, like, it was like a January release. I remember it yeah. being in theater. It was embra- the ridiculousness of it is embraced so hard that it almost doesn't matter that it's not a good movie. <laughs> That's fine with me. <laughs> yeah. I'm still going to watch it Yeah, uh, at some point because it's been years. I think you're going to love it. I think you're gonna I think it. I will, too. I, because I, watched it, I, watched it, I watched it when it was on one of the cable channels, and I was just like, I started out hating it oh i heard you just talk about this uh, a couple weeks ago yeah Yeah. i started out hating it and then the longer i watched it i was just like oh i i get what's happening here and now i enjoy it i can thoroughly enjoy it with with the thomas jane one it was just really great watching john travolta die (laughs) i mean (laughs) not only him die but like watching him like get fucked with and watching his whole bougie ass life or not bougie like rich ass life yeah be dismantled in front of him with his own paranoia like i really like the psychological aspects of that yeah yeah uh i think they're going to do daredevil fine i think the actor is perfect for for frank castle uh, he's i forget his name incredible he's yeah. great i think I don't know what angles they're going to push i like that one scene where he was fighting a bunch of dudes that it was it was like a nanosecond of that scene but whatever yeah. that was that was a great scene uh one thing that lexi talked about when she was on fan bros that great interview if you you should go back and try to ch- find that one i think it was from january of this year i uh, definitely listened to that yeah it was it was a very it was very cool oh you did listen to yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah one thing that i really feel like all right maybe a white man shouldn't be the punisher anymore but if you're gonna have a white man be the punisher yeah this is where i am now maybe he should fight like supremacist they're, yeah. they're recording it already so if they if they're not doing it it's too late yeah but but i almost from what little you see of it i almost feel like they're gonna do some of him now but i get the feeling from that teaser that you're gonna see more of him number one more of his actual origin story mm-hmm. and not even just like the the direct origin story, which you kind of got in Daredevil season two. Yeah, yeah. But the origin story where you're going to see more. I feel like, and there are going to be too many episodes, uh, obviously. Maybe. That you're good. There's going to be at least one episode that is all of him being a soldier. Oh. When, he, when he's in the That's army. cool with me. Yeah. And that's the is impression he, Was he I got. in the army? Or do you know what branch? He was definitely an army. I think okay, he might a have even been a... A ranger? Rangers like the elite army people. Yeah. But I'm not positive about that. But I feel like you're going to see... You're going to see him in the army 
there's going to be some really fucked up shit yeah. of him in wartime, which, come on, let's be honest, we haven't not been in wartime for a lot of those guys for uh, a couple decades now. <laughs> well, it's been 16 years since Afghanistan and, and Iraq started a year or two before that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, almost, almost two decades of, yeah, of continuous yeah. war. So you're going to, you're, I definitely going to think you're going to see at least one whole episode of him just be something fucked up happening. Yeah. If not more than one fucked up thing happening when he's a soldier. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think they're going to introduce us to some good supporting characters. And I think we might get a visit from some Marvel characters. Maybe not Daredevil. Yeah. I don't think he's going to see Daredevil again for a while. Now, what's coming next? Is it uh, JJ2 or Punisher? I think Punisher is the next one because we haven't seen anything from JJ two. We haven't. Well, they, apparently they they were shoot. They're shooting it. Oh, okay. I yeah. still think we're gonna see the we're gonna see Punisher first. I think so too because that's what because that's the teaser we got first. Yeah, and you know we just saw her. I can't wait for Jessica Jones too. I'm very excited to see where they go. Yeah. Apparently every episode is directed by a woman. Nice. I yeah. I want to see it from a woman's perspective because I'm watching a woman's story. Yeah. I don't want to see a man trans. I don't want to see Woody Allen. If I remember, uh, if I remember, yeah, a woman if again. I remember correctly, that was true of the first season too. Is that? Every- I don't think. I think the showrunner was a woman. Okay. I don't think every episode was directed by a yeah. woman in the first season. Okay, because I remember a good, if not all of them, a good chunk of them were. There were. Directed there by were it was very woman heavy, yeah. but I don't think it was every single one. Yeah. Uh, but there I, were some in this. Ep- I mean, uh, there were actually. It was nice to see because I definitely noticed them. There were if. I mean, I noticed it in at least one episode. I didn't pick up whether it was more than one episode, but there was definitely at least one female director for for Defenders. So. That's 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 great. Yeah, women should be directing shit. Everybody should be directing yeah. shit. If 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 Wonder Woman, as long as you're good. If Wonder Woman proved anything. Oh my god! <laughs> but do you feel like Patty Jones scores this big win for women, and then uh, Susan Bigelow tries to take it away <laughs> with Detroit? No, because. Because they're different genre and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it Susan Bigelow? Somebody Bigelow? Catherine, Catherine Bigelow? Catherine, Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow, yeah. Bigelow T. Yeah. Listen, I haven't seen it. I'm not going to see it. I'm not ever going to see it. And that's all I know. Like I might get around to watching it on like television. I don't need that. Yeah. Every review that I've heard is that like in the that it's just torture porn and in the and then you get like a solid hour and change of just torture, Jesus. and and it, and it really doesn't really go anywhere. Like most. Some of the reviewers I heard, uh, like I was listening to a review, I believe, on The Stoop, uh, the, the Stoop podcast, and I, if, if I'm not mistaken, no, no, The Slate podcast. It's uh, The Slate podcast called, I forget, but it's a black-centric, wonderful Slate podcast. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. I can't think of, because uh, I actually had to look up, uh, I had to look them up for my job and now I'm drawing a blank. I actually know what you're talking about. I just can't remember the name of it. Yeah, the, I have a phone. We have phones and we're just not yeah. willing to look uh, them up. It's fine. My <laughs> phone is we'll extremely link, link, messed up. Look at link, that. Link link to it. I will link to it in a doobly-doo. That's how I do. That's how I... Yes. Let's link to it, please. But they were talking about it and one of the reviewers wow. said, yeah, I walked out of the theater. <laughs> wow. And like he's rev- he, he knew he was watching it to review it. It was like, I walked out of the theater. I'm yeah, not. I mean, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I saw that. I saw the trailer when I saw it comes at night, and it, and and it looked kind of like, oh, that's gonna be hard to watch. That's all yeah. I felt, even from the trailer. Anyway, yeah. but I don't want to go over there. So, overall, 
Defenders. I am very. I mean, I'm always hypercritical of stuff, but I overall just I I feel very positive about this. I feel overall it was dope, but also a setup for all the later seasons of all the individual characters. It's like an in-between, a really good in-between. But they're going to get together again. Of course, yeah. I think we're probably going to see two ser- two seasons a year of the other characters, and then we'll get another Defenders. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see them again together. I would too. I would love branching off. Like I said, I would love it if if they didn't do everything in full seasons and maybe... Maybe I, we could get I like, honestly, three, like honestly, three 90, two 90 minute episodes here I'm and there. I'm going to put this out there. I'd actually rather not see them all together as the Defenders. Again? For a good long while, if ever. For three years. Yeah. Uh, if, if at all. And just do. I would rather have more, instead of having a long Defenders series, have a bunch of uh, shorter. Exactly what you're talking about, side things. Yeah. Where it's just like here, it, especially because Heroes for Hire, I want a, a Heroes, an eight episode Heroes for Hire, if not its own series. Uh, I, I think, I think, I think I we would can love get three hours. See, I would like, lo- yeah, I would love to see a Daughters of the Dragon like mini series. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Three hours. Three hours, love, 290 minutes. I would love to see a mini. Like I, I actually think even more than I'd love, to, I'd like to see a defend a second defender series. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see all like just side stuff, shorter yeah. side stuff. Sure, like give us a good story. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like a complete arc. You could do it in a three-hour movie form. Danny and might Danny and Matt fight the hand for yeah. for five episodes like that. You yeah, know what I mean? like that. You know what I mean? I just mean, like, like a mini side Avenger. <laughs> they, should, they should treat it like... Side Avenger. Wow. Especially, especially, slip. especially because of the actors, right? Yeah. Like the actors involved and how much time actors have to put in it and stuff like that. It's easier if you need to get two stars like Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman together if you just record three 90-minute episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. Just follow... <laughs> Follow that model. Follow that model, and stop trying to, you know, like make full seasons all the time. So we can see. So within a year, we can see each of these characters have their own little small arc, yeah. instead of full seasons. Yeah. And we can, and every year, you know, we'll just just keep pushing them out. Yeah. Every every quarter, every three months, just give us another like two ninety minute or three ninety minute yeah, episode yeah, 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 seasons. Yeah. I definitely think that would be a better uh, we've solved this problem. I mean, Not that it was a problem, but <laughs> I mean like what they're doing with Voltron. Didn't we Which, get two seasons this year? Or it felt like it's We did. No, we got two two seasons. I mean, they were we talked up, about we it. Got, we got we talked about uh, season two. We have not talked about season three. That can be a whole separate That could be a whole different thing. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I need to rewatch it though, but I enjoyed it. Um But yeah. They they le- left us hanging, and it came way before I expected it was coming. Yeah, it really did. It really did. It snuck up on me. I yeah. didn't like. I, I didn't see it coming. I was just like, I am so happy about this. Thank you, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, so yes, we are happy with Defenders. I'm like cooking right now. Like I'm just like. Yeah, me I'm too. Just, like I want to turn the air conditioning. I, I just want to say and the fan back on. <laughs> I'm really happy with Defenders. Thank you, Marvel. Thank you, Netflix. And before we go. Um, at me if you have any comments. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at Eliel Lucero, E L I E L L U C E R O on Twitter, and uh, follow Nerd Pro Quo at Nerd Pro Quo on Twitter, and keep an eye out for Eliel's hopefully stuff on FanBros.com. 
Oh man. I'm putting it out there. Yeah, I'm, 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 even, I'm putting the pressure on you now. Things are coming. I can't talk big about thing, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I will quote DJ Ben. I mean, big things. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, just look out for us. And uh, thank you very much, Jamie. And yes. yeah.